Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Messages. Mm. Lots of good stuff going on today. So let's open with a blessing, shall we? I am in full agreement for you to reconnect with love and me, for all of us, to reconnect with love and wholeness and who we really are. I'm in full agreement for us to find peace. I'm in full agreement for us to remember that we truly can have anything that we want, that all of our desires can be satisfied, that everything is available to us now, and everything is going to be okay. I'm in full agreement for clarity, and confidence and for you to witness the unfolding now, for you to recognize that things are unfolding perfectly right now. Nothing is wrong, no matter how you may be feeling. There is a divine order to everything. All right. So let's see. Quick housekeeping, one thing that I want to talk about here is I was thinking the other day about Astral Playground, and one of the things that came up was archetypes, like the idea of taking you through the experience of the archetype, like different themes involving an archetype. And this idea excited me so much, and I received an Instagram message shortly after I had this thought that was like, have you thought about incorporating archetypes into Astral Playground? And I was like, yes, I have. I just had that thought. So now I'm really, really, really excited to to start weaving that in. Now, there is no shortage of ideas. There's no... There's no limits when it comes to what I have daydreaming sessions planned for, but that was just really cool to see. And then during the Ascent Masterclass, which I did day two today, someone left the sweetest comment about how she's an astral playground and like things that she's wanted for years have been coming through over the past couple of weeks. And that just, that made me so freaking excited. Go read all of the testimonials for Astral Playground. It's amazing. I have been getting the most wonderful testimonials for it. And I finally like captured them all and made sure to put them on the page just to just to savor them all. And the other thing that I want to let you know is Astral Playground is also going to include previous sessions. I didn't want to commit to that until I knew that I wanted Astral Playground to be ongoing and I knew that I loved doing the sessions. So my editor is going to be putting up the rest of the the previous Astral Playground sessions. That should happen probably sometime this within the next week or so, something like that. 
but it's going to all be kept in the back end of Astral Playground, so they'll be available to you to watch. So that's the exciting news there. And just had the Ascent Masterclass. If you haven't watched that, the replays are available on YouTube. I haven't decided the end date yet at the time that I'm recording this. So you're welcome to go check that out if you'd like. And let's see, anything else that I have to share with you? Ah, yes. Okay. So if you are interested in the spring round of Apex, so Apex starts on April 1st. No, it is not as far as away as you might think. But if you are wanting to secure your seat and do the extended payment plan, January 15th is the cutoff date for that. So if you know you want to do the spring round of Apex, make sure that you apply, you secure your seat by January 15th. Otherwise, after that, the extended payment plan goes away until July for the October round. Okay, so I just wanted to let you know that there's a deadline coming up for that. And also, if you're interested in any of my masterminds or one-on-one work, if you're interested in the Nidery, if you're interested in Grace, if you're interested in Apex, um, you are more than welcome to book a curiosity call with me. And that is available as well. Curiosity calls are free, by the way. It's just if you if you're wondering what's right for you, which one would be best, if you want to talk details. Um, you are more than welcome to book a curiosity call. Those are still available. Okay, let me answer this podcast submission. Okay, this is an advice column. And it says, first, I wanted to say I've been with you for a long time, YouTube. And to watch your trajectory has been wild. And I want to thank you for all that you do. Thank you. My mom passed away on New Year's Day. It was very sudden, massive heart attack, apparently. I will spare you all the family drama, etc. I'm in shock and I'm a wreck. I want some advice on grieving. I've never known this type of emotional pain. Can you recommend any books? Can I meditate and contact my mom? Should I seek out a medium? I found it interesting on your live call today, referring to the Ascent Masterclass, about why people leave this earth. Side note on that. In the call today, I like the topic of death kept coming up because we were talking about energetic flow. We were talking about expansion. There were all sorts of things coming up. And so I I was referring to some death themes. And that's what's being referred to here. My mom was in physical pain, stress, and she drank a lot. She had a happy disposition despite all her struggles. I hope this makes sense. I am just lost. Okay, so I've said this before, but it's it'll land differently now, even though you may have heard me say this before. The experience of death is soul already knows what's up. So your your soul is still connected. There's absolutely zero separation when it comes to where your soul is at in this situation. All of that is synchronized. When grief strikes, when death occurs, the body goes into shock. So 
the body is the thing that's experiencing the pain, that's having that sensation of being lost, right? There was this anchor point that was tethering you to your lineage. That's not, I I kind of want to get really technical with my language, but that, but I'm not going to go shopping for precise language. Let's just say there was an embodied anchor connecting you to your lineage, a significant one that when, when that no longer exists in the material sense, the body is what experiences the, the panic and the shock. Then you factor in traumas and perhaps things that were not healed and did not have a chance to repair. And so that adds even more stress to the physical body. Your soul is already in the state where it's it's good. So there's there's a strong difference between what your body is doing and what your soul is doing. And then mind is usually somewhere in the middle, right? There's a logical side of you that can make sense of it. And then there's the mind can toggle in between not making sense of it. So the mind bounces back and forth. The body is in distress and the soul is already up to speed. What happens in the grieving process as you're moving through like the physical experience of it? The idea is we want soul to be in the driver's seat and give the body time and space to catch up. And that's really what wants to happen and what will happen naturally as it's natural when you're conscious and allowing that not everyone allows uh, themselves to to sync up. That's not always the case, but you're conscious, you're aware. I know you have tools. I know I know you know this stuff on some level. And so it is going to be something that is a natural progression. But this is not. I don't know if I would recommend diving into information right now. I I don't know if that's where I would go because it's not going to speed up the process of the body's experience. And this is one of the things that's difficult about grief is a lot of people, it's one of those things that a lot of people want to bat away. Like, no, 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 this is not right, or this is not convenient, or I don't want this to be here anymore. It's an experience that is very easily ignored or people wanting to soothe it quickly. And what I want you to contemplate instead of trying to uh, soothe it, satiate it, make it go away, anything like that, consider allowing it to move try that instead or try viewing it like that when you have waves of grief come up because they're not it's not going to be linear grief is not just every day is the same and you're going to you know plateau eventually it's not really like that so give yourself permission to have um inconsistency and some days more energy is going to move some days less energy is going to move some day 
some days are going to be a bit lighter. Some days are going to be a bit heavier. Allow the energy to move as it needs to and keep reminding yourself that the goal is for soul to drive. You want your soul to be leading. You want your soul to be in charge. You want your body to catch up with what your soul already knows. I don't actually, it's one of those things that I don't, I don't think there's, let me say it differently. Your soul already has all of the information, all the wisdom that you could possibly ever need already exists internally. And this experience is just cracking you up, cracking you up, cracking you open to the things that you already know. So this is just a portal into deeper knowing on a level that you, on on a soul level, you do already know. On a soul level, there is no separation, right? So that's the the bulk of it. Let me go back to these uh, questions. The the m- like the bit best piece of advice I can give you is let it be messy. So the advice on grief, let it be messy. Let it let it all hang out. Let it be a hot mess. If you need to create a container for hot messness, that's totally fine, right? Like creating blocks of time throughout the day. I wouldn't I wouldn't like structure it like, okay, today's the hour that I'm going to cry. But it, sometimes there is something to be said about, you know, scheduling out like an hour to just let your body flail because I don't know what your work situation, some things might need to be scheduled or in the middle of doing some work or something, you know, taking a break and going and just shaking and screaming and crying for however long, 15, 20 minutes. It's going to, it's going to be messy like that. And so sure, you can create some time containers if you really need to, if, you know, work is calling or whatever, these things are happening. Um, but let the energy move. And in all honesty, I don't, I, I haven't read very many books about grief in particular, so I don't have any recommendations for that. But I don't know, unless you are absolutely called to a particular book and you feel really inspired to read something and it's a full body yes, I don't think that information and digesting more mentally is going to provide relief. Can I meditate and contact my mom? Yeah, for sure. That's always available. I find that people have a really hard time doing that when it's super fresh, but it's available. You can, and I also don't know how... Uh, strong of a meditator you are. If you can get into the pocket right now, I'm trying to think, would I be able to get into the pocket? Whatever. If you can, and you might not be able to, but if you can, uh, do it. But then once you're in the pocket, you feel that wholeness, that connection. And so there's not going to be that absence feeling. It, it's, um, you won't 
be in the void. If you're truly in the pocket, if you're truly in that meditative wholeness state, if you're truly synced up with your soul, everything's going to feel, it's going to feel normal. That's the best word I can, I can use to describe it. Because that wholeness, it's like, this is how things always are. This is why your soul is not um, having meltdowns about this. Your body is having meltdowns and there's a difference. Your human is what needs to be nurtured. Your human is what needs to be tended to. Your nervous system is what needs TLC. Your physical body needs extra, 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 extra love. That's the thing. It's not, your mind doesn't, the mind is going to get on board with this actually quite easily. Your soul already knows what's up. So this is, this is, um, it might be very tempting to make sense of it all, but the body isn't going to respond to things like that. So I just want to, I just want to let you know if you're like, I get it, I get it, I get it on a mental level. Grief is mostly a body-based thing. From what I've seen, the body is the biggest, it takes the biggest hit more than anything else. So if you can get in the pocket, cool. If you, if you want to invite her into a dream, cool. You totally can. That can be a good way for people to chill with people who have, um, departed. So it's, it's all up to you, but yes. Should I seek out a medium? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how healing that experience is because I've never felt the need to contact a medium. And I also, it depends on like what kind of questions would you want to ask a medium? And the reason why I... I have mixed feelings on it because I feel like there's not, for myself personally, again, with a lot, a lot, a lot of meditative practice, with a very strong understanding of this stuff, I don't think a medium could tell me anything that I couldn't access internally, right? So if you can find a good one, it, again, if you're inspired to it, if there's a question that you can't access on your own, or let me say that differently, if there's an answer that you can't access on your own, then a medium could be um, could be someone who can help bridge that gap. But I don't want you to think that a medium is going to give you information that exists outside of you. That's not how it works. Mediums are simply a bridge in between your question and the answers that you seek around something. And again, if it's a good medium, if it's someone who truly knows what they're doing and um, I, I don't have any recommendations, I don't have any referrals for that because if I'm being totally honest, I think medium work is really boring. I, I used to do it in my practice quite often. And honestly, connecting with people who have passed is, it's boring. It's really boring as a practitioner because there's not, it, it's like there's not much going on and they no longer have egos. So hashing out 
past traumas isn't going to be the same as if they were in their body. I This is a whole rabbit hole. But what I'll say is kind of like the book thing. If there's an answer and you happen to be guided to a medium and it's a full body yes and it feels really in alignment and you really trust that practitioner and that medium, it could be therapeutic, but everything does exist. Like your soul already knows. Take that with you. Your soul knows what's going on. Your soul is making sense of everything. It has all of the answers already. There's nothing that needs to happen outside of you. It's just painful for now. I think I really do think that's that's about it. And for people who have family histories and family systems that are really wounded, that have a lot of addiction, a lot of problems, the big thing, the the reason why grief hits in a different way is because it's like the, we didn't get to heal this, we didn't get to repair this. Again, that's coming from the body and also possibly the mind. The soul doesn't go through anything like that. It doesn't do anything like that. The soul is already in that position of wholeness and blissed out love. So again, all of this stuff is really just about tending to the body and the mind uh, sometimes, but it depends on the type of death that occurred. I just wanted to make sure that I don't have any more submissions. I am going to pull some tarot. Let's see what we have going on this week. Ten of Swords. You know, sometimes it's difficult for me to tell, like, is this leakage from what we were just talking about? which it could easily be, or does it have something to do with what's going on this week? So let's see what else. I'll pull a clarifier for that as well. We have the hanged man. Okay, so part of this is going to be breaking out of stagnation, breaking out of the status quo, the same old, same old, Um, you know, the hanged man is about patterns and repetition and how things have always been that type of thing. And, um, so then the, the 10 of swords, assuming this is for this week, I'm going to pull a clarifier, but the hanged man is like the pattern. And then the 10 of swords is the release, the breaking, the, the shattering, the habitual, whatever is going on. 
Okay, what else? And then we have the devil. So if you have been feeling old patterns creeping back, fear of what if nothing ever changes, fear of what if I don't find relief, um, all of that stuff is coming up here. So the hanged man is like the, the status quo, and it looks like there's fear, resistance, um, something wanting to be broken up in all of that. And then the devil is like judgments or vices or old habits, old ways of being. I'm getting this might be one of those weeks where, especially with the new year, a lot of the time when the new year happens, doing a bunch of stuff differently or um, aiming at a new goal, freshening up your routine kind of highlights all of the bugs in the system. And so that might be really evident this week. Like, oh, I'm trying to do this and I'm noticing that I'm really being called back to old patterns that really aren't working for me. And then uh, to clarify, to clarify the Ten of Swords, I got the Two of Coins. It's interesting. This is uh, the card that came up for the newsletter as well. So two of coins is wishy-washy. It's like, I don't know, maybe this, that, this, that, this, that, flip-flopping in between things. And I think that's also a source of pain. So it's like, I really want to change. What if it never changes? I really want to change. What if it never changes? Or I really want to do this thing, but what if it doesn't happen? That constant uh, tension that you have in between, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. It's like, that's what wants to be cut out. Understand that your commitment and devotion to the desire, to the thing that you want, is what breaks out the stagnation or it breaks up the stagnation. So you don't have to fear complacency when you're committed to the desired outcome. So this is all about not beating yourself up if you're noticing old patterns. It's just um, calling you to commit deeper to what you want, commit more fully to what you want. Stay more focused on what you want. And while you might, you're not going to be able to do that 100% of the time, it's about making it dominant. Dominantly commit to what you want and focus on what you want and just go from there. All right. So that is all that I have for you today. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Sunday Messages. Don't forget, check out everything in the description box, the show notes, all that good stuff. And I will talk to you all later. Have a good one. Bye.